Gotham City, like any other large metropolis, abounds in girls of all shapes and sizes. Debutantes, nurses, stenographers, and librarians. Gotham City Library, Miss Gordon speaking. Lopez hair removal, this is Jose. Holy transformation. One minute, plain Barbara Gordon, librarian and Commissioner Gordon's daughter. And the next minute, something new has been added. Batgirl, modeled after her idol, Batman. Holy apparition! No, boy wonder, I'm Batgirl. You are no longer alone, Cape Crusaders. It took me three years to track down the Jade Gatto, and three more to figure out how to steal it. Funny, it only took me ten minutes to figure out how to snatch it back. No matter how you do it, crime doesn't pay girls. Wanna pull my hair out? No, set myself on fire. No, cause I'm so tired. No, tired of hearing all these lies. I wanna turn my mind off. No, put my hands in the mirror. No, sit and watch it leave. No, just to watch it leave. It is Free Comic Book Day uh, 2012 in Newport Ritchie, Florida, and we have with us uh, Gail Simone, current writer of Batgirl, former writer of Birds of Prey, and, well, a host of other uh, Batman and Barbara Gordon-related books. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic, and I hope you all are out there getting your free comics for this year's Free Comic Book Day. It's always an amazing and fun event. You and Barbara Gordon have been together. Um, you can't see me doing the little quote uh, with my fingers because this is an audio format. But you and Barbara Gordon have been together for a long time. What have been your favorite Barbara Gordon stories that you've written? Oh, my gosh. That's a trick question. Um, I, I think I liked the, the, oh, man, you really tricked me up with that one. Of course, I'm really enjoying doing the, the new Batgirl. It's really fun to um, take her and, and be able to have her mobile again and um, at a different point in her life and tell different kind of stories. So I'm really enjoying doing that. But I loved writing her as Oracle as well. And I really liked um, this, writing the storyline where we dealt kind of with the Patriot Act when that was first coming out in the uh, original, or at least in that early run that I did of Birds of Prey. And uh, you mentioned liking writing her as Oracle. I do have a slight continuity question. We haven't heard Oracle mentioned in the new Batgirl book yet. In uh, the post-Flashpoint world, was Barbara ever Oracle, or was she um, just kind of doing her own thing for those three years that she was in the chair? Um, we haven't really uh, established that yet, and we're doing all of this through storylines, so I'm sorry, but I can't answer that question. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, hopefully this won't be as trick question as the first one, but um, I asked you uh, what your favorite Batgirl stories that you wrote were. What are your favorite Barbara Gordon stories uh, that other people have written? Um, I liked the Batgirl year one, I think it was. That, that was a, I really enjoyed that. And um, no specific titles are coming to mind right now because I just really have always 
liked her character. When you did uh, Death of Oracle, uh, was that written with Flashpoint in mind, or uh, was there uh, was there a plan to go further with Barbara Gordon kind of being uh, in hiding and off the grid? I know that uh, at the end of that storyline, there was a scene with Catwoman, and it kind of hinted that things might become unraveled at one point. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't originally created to tie in with the Flashpoint at all. Um, it was something that a story that was kind of intended to be somewhat self-contained in, in the Birds of Prey. Um, and uh, who knows where it would have led eventually. And I don't want to say too much because there's some new stuff coming up. Cool. It's been about a year since um, the New 52, the post-Flashpoint world, was announced. Between now and then, uh, what would you say were some of the bigger surprises, uh, successes that you didn't think would be so successful, things that were pulled off uh, beyond your wildest dreams, I suppose? Um, well, I, as I've said before, I really like the, the concept of the New 52. I really felt that we needed to do something to kind of shake things up and get some new uh, stories, new creations out there. But I am so happy that we have Swamp Thing back. I am a huge fan of Swamp Thing and... Scott Snyder's doing an amazing job in that book. It's so fun to have that. And Animal Man with Jeff Lemire, too. Um, I'm really happy to have those books back in the DC Universe. And I like everything that Paul Cornell does, always. So that's always a treat. Is there anything that you wish you guys had hindsight about in trying to pull off this big juggernaut? <laughs> I just wish we had more time. <laughs> How much time did you guys have? Because I heard various things. Um, I think it depends on the project. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it seemed like to start a whole new concept and a whole new thing, it just didn't feel like enough, you know, but, uh, so it would have been nice to have a little more time, but I think it's, it, you know, any time you're trying to launch 52 new books in one month, even if they would have given us more time, it probably still would have felt like not enough. <laughs> Talking about what's currently going on in Barbara's world, um, we're seeing more of her extended, not extended family, but actually her immediate family now. Her mother is in the picture again, and uh, her brother, James Gordon Jr., he's kind of uh, poking around. What was uh, your decision to bring James Gordon Jr. back? Well, I think, you know, we're telling a story with Barbara Gordon as a young uh, woman just out of college, and we wanted to give her, you know, a daytime life as well as a nighttime life. And that, of course, includes her family. And I think the Gordon family tree is very interesting. <laughs> and we've got some rotten fruit on there. And um, it's fun just to explore what her family life would be like. We don't get to do that a whole lot sometimes in superhero comics. So it's fun. And, and she's got a bit of a dysfunctional family. Her mom... Um... Are we supposed to feel sorry for her? Or? <laughs> um, you can, you know, however you feel when your reader is, is yeah. fine either way. It's a very complicated situation, as we'll learn um, as the stories go on. I kind of feel Barbara's anger a little bit there, because what kind of woman abandons her family because a 10-year-old boy tells her to? Yeah, abandonment is a serious issue, I think, for, for kids growing up. So it's, uh, I... I I like, even though it's painful, I like um, telling a story where we're dealing with that issue. Now, when I first started reading the series, 
I wasn't really sure what to think about Alyssa. As time has gone on, you know what? I'm just embracing the craziness. She's one of my favorite characters. I love her crazy eyes when she gets this big butcher knife for Christmas. It's like Alyssa's the first thing I look for in every issue. So can you tell me a little about her? Um, We have some new and kind of big reveals that are coming up with Alyssa. And um, it's really fun to have Barbara have a roommate with her first apartment and of course she's never going to be somebody who's completely bland and boring (laughs) (laughs) no fight the power (laughs) as she says another person that we met in barbara's life in the second issue was her physical therapist and i suppose on again off again paramour uh we haven't seen him since then will he be making a return appearance yes he will oh okay okay and speaking of her paramours uh I, I gotta ask this. Why did she rip out her hair and give it to Dick Grayson? <laughs> it was just kind of like a, a, a memorabilia. I don't think she ripped it out so much as gave him a lock of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you follow um, uh, the other Batgirl series, uh, Cassandra Kane's one? And I know that at one point you were uh, pitched to do a revamp of it where she was going to wear all white and <laughs> be a born again. But, uh, right. And uh, Brian Q. Miller's uh, Stephanie Brown series. Uh, what, what is your take on the other Batgirls? Um, I am a big fan of Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown. I love what Brian Miller did with, with that book and with those storylines. And it was fun to see kind of a... a joyous, happy, you know, fun book that, that he created with that, and I think Cassandra Cain's a great character, so I'm hoping that we haven't seen the end of her. A lot of people are. Um, uh, one of the other panelists uh, on the Batman universe, Donovan Grant, he is a big Cassandra Cain fan and always asks, when is she coming back? When is she coming back? So, um, uh, he's graduating college today, and he's going to kick me in the stomach if I don't ask you, uh, what are the odds of seeing Cassandra Cain uh, soon? Well, I don't know about the timing, but I, I don't think we've seen the last of her yet. That'll make him smile on his graduation <laughs> yes, day. Yes, graduation. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm, I'm sure that people asking these continuity questions a year into this thing might be driving you a little crazy. Gotta ask another one, if I may. Is Barbara the only person who's worn a Batgirl costume in current continuity? Um, I can't answer that question exactly because I'm not aware of every single thing that's going on with all the other books. So I don't have a real good, clear answer for that. Um, I think that that's probably the case in the new continuity, but I can't say for 100%. You're the writer. (laughs) You wrote that um, episode of Batman Brave and the Bold, the Birds of Prey one. Did you write that song? I didn't write the song, but I wanted to write the song, but I didn't. Are you a songwriter? I can write lyrics, yeah. Maybe we'll have a musical number in an upcoming <laughs> issue of Batgirl. Maybe so. I you actually know. have written a few little song lyrics here and there in different um, comics that I've done, but nothing that's a full song. So what kind of things are uh, coming up in Batgirl? Um, well, the next issue, of course, is the tie-in with the um, Court of Owls. So we have a story I'm very excited about. I cannot wait till it comes out and people get to read it. Uh, we have uh, a new owl called Talon. It's very cool, and the story is about is a takeoff of something that actually happened in Oregon in World War II that very few people know about. Mm, so it's very interesting. And then after that, um, actually, I've created a, a new nemesis for Batgirl called Nightfall, 
and she's really terrifying, and she has an entire army behind her, so she's really going to cause problems for that girl coming up. We're revealing more and more about her family uh, in issues to come. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I can give away. I won't tell DC. It's just between you, me, and everyone yeah, listening everyone to this on, on the, the internet. internet. I mean, they can all keep a secret. I I'm mean. actually quite excited about this next year of Batgirl. We have some big stories planned and some new villains and and kind of, you know, she's, she's, she's recovering from the trauma of her home invasion and regaining the use of her legs and... Pretty soon she's going to start putting that behind her bit by bit, and we're going to see her blossoming into the person that she wants to be. And I guess the inevitable uh, confrontation that would come with uh, the closure on that would she's eventually going to have to face the Joker again. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to give away too much. Like I said, you know, some, she may face him, she may put it all behind her. We'll just have to see. We have, I have touched on it a few times, but in, yeah. in Batgirl, you know, we did the flashbacks to the actual night um, and to the, the henchman that was there that night that actually made the phone call to call to get her help. And are there any other upcoming projects that you're working on, whether it be Batgirl or not Batgirl related? Yeah, I do have upcoming projects, but I can't really talk about them yet. Uh, one is with Ethan Van Skyver that we've been talking about for a good year now that is a 90-page graphic novel that is the work of Ethan's life. The art is absolutely fantastic. It has, I'd say, most of my favorite DC characters in it. It's a huge story. There's some horror elements to it. So I hope everybody gives it a chance and checks it out because we're really proud of it. Ethan Van Skyver drawing horror written by Gail Simone. How can we not check that out? <laughs> well, Gail, thank you very much for talking with us. And, yes, uh, thank you guys. Just plain Barbara Gordon masquerading for a lark as she rides into the night on her special Batgirl cycle. Who knows? Is the dynamic duo destined to become the triumphant trio? Only time will tell us more about this dazzling dare doll. Ah, I love a happy ending, don't you?